time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. And today is Wednesday, December 14th. Good morning, Paul. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Trevor. How are you today? I'm doing just doing just good. Doing doing it's... pretty good. <laughs> I'm 40 today. I turned 40. Whee! Thank you, thank you. Congratulations. Big milestone birthday. And you yeah. know what I'm going to do all day? <laughs> Mining news. I've got so much work on my plate. <laughs> Real exciting. All right, let's get started. Gold and silver staged a big move higher Tuesday, ironically on a lower than expected November CPI report. Gold shot nearly straight up from $1,798 per ounce to as high as $1,836 before fading and settling to $1,822. Silver gapped up from $23.69 per ounce to $24.03 when the CPI headline numbers had and kept moving higher to as high as $24.39 before fading and settling at $23.96. The Mining Stock Journal noted that while the precious metals soared along with the stock market for the first couple of hours during NYSE trading, the stock market's pullback from the early morning highs was much deeper than the pullback in the precious metals sector. In other words, the precious metals sector outperformed the stock market in response to the CPI report. With all eyes on the FOMC policy decision and subsequent press conference with Jay Powell, any flinch in the Fed's resolve to stamp down inflation will trigger a massive move higher in the precious metals sector. The mining stocks handily outperformed the broad stock market indices as the GDX jumped 2.9% versus a 0.73% rise in the S&P 500. The GDX once again closed above its 200-day moving average. The Mining Stock Journal said that if it holds this key moving average, it signals a likely technical breakout in the mining stocks. The newsletter commented wryly that, Lord knows, the mining stocks are insanely undervalued relative to the rest of the stock market. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources is advancing the past-producing Delamar project in southwestern Idaho. The company has continued to demonstrate resource growth and conversion through greenfield and brownfield exploration to further de-risk and advance the project towards permitting. Integra Resources trades on the TSXV under ITR and the NYSE American under ITRG. And here's what you need to know this morning. Patriot Battery Metals announced core assay results from 12 drill holes from its 2022 drill campaign at its Corvette property in the James Bay region of Quebec. The primary drill area is focused on the CV5 Pegmatite, about 13.5 kilometers south of the regional and all-weather Trans-Taiga Road and Powerline infrastructure. Results include some of the highest individual lithium sample grades returned to date, with 113.4 meters of 1.61% lithium oxide, which also included 38 meters of 2.17% lithium oxide, this coming in hole 66. There's 20 meters of 1.5% in hole 62, and 119.1 meters of 0.89% in hole 59. Obviously, you can go read the full list of drill results in this morning's, or actually last night's news release. 
The company also noted that hole 64 included strong tantalum grades. The company plans to restart drilling at CV5 in January with three drill rigs currently on site, increasing to five in February to further delineate its extent and infill drill to improve the geological model to support a pre-feasibility study. Construction is underway for a 19.3-kilometer road, winter road, extending south from the Trans-Taiga All-Season Road to the primary drill area at CV5. Patriot Battery Metals trades on the TSXV with PMET, on the ASX with PMT, and on the OTCQB with PMETF. Sticking with lithium, Frontier Lithium announced the results of seven more drill holes on the Spark Pegmatide in Ontario, which aim to convert inferred resources to indicated for a planned open pit. The Spark Pegmatite is one of the two delineated premium spodumene-bearing lithium deposits on the PAC lithium project. Frontier completed 15,984 metres of drilling in 50 holes in 2022 on the project with highlights of 126.8 metres of pegmatite averaging 1.31% Li2O in hole 22. Frontier Lithium trades on the TSXV under FL and on the OTCQX under LITOF. Rock Ridge Resources announced assay results from recently completed diamond drilling at its Knife Lake VMS copper project in Saskatchewan. The company drilled 939 meters in six holes with a highlight of 15.9 meters, grading 1.93% copper, 0.26 grams per ton gold, 7.5 grams per ton silver, and 0.17% zinc for a 2.35% copper equivalent. This is in hole 30. Drilling focused on discovering VMS-style copper deposits along newly defined conductors at Gilbert South and Gilbert West, as well as at the Knife Lake VMS deposit. Knife Lake has a 2019 indicated resource estimate of 3.8 million tons of 1.02% copper equivalent. Planning is underway for 2023. Exploration Rockridge Resources trades on the Venture Exchange with ROCK and on the OTCQB with RRRLF. Revival Gold announced the remaining drill results from the Joss and South Pit target areas at the Bear Track Arnett Gold project in Idaho. Four holes drilled at Joss this year have extended its strike to 1,000 metres and to a depth of over 500 metres. The 20 holes that have intersected Joss to date average over 5.5 metres, grading 7.7 grams per tonne gold within a broader zone of 45.5 metres, grading 2.8 grams per tonne. The hole reported today, 244D, was drilled between Joss and the South Pit and hit 6.4 metres, grading 0.58 grams per tonne, and appears to have penetrated the pan the creek fault, leading company geologists to think the Joss mineralisation has been displaced by post-mineral faulting. Revival said that follow-up drilling next year will focus on extending the potential width and depth of the chutes at Joss and the South Pit, and on discovering new high-grade shoots elsewhere on the project. Revival Gold trades on the TSXV under RVG and on the OTCQX under RVLGF. Electric Battery Metals Corp. has acquired a new co-op property in proximity to the company's projects in Idaho. The company has optioned the Cass property, a 5.3-square-kilometer land package adjacent to the Iron Creek deposit, with historic drilling highlights that include 6.25 meters of 0.51% cobalt and 7.5 parts per million gold. Rights to Cass were acquired 
for $1.5 million U.S. payable over 10 years upon completion of specific milestones. The underlying claim owner will retain a 1.5% net smelter return purchased by Electra for a half a million dollars within one year of commercial production. With the latest transaction, Electra's land package now covers 32.6 square kilometers of prospective property with known occurrences of cobalt, copper, and gold. Electra Battery Materials trades on the NASDAQ and the TSXV with ELBM. Finally today, will Banyan Gold be the bellwether for a long overdue turn in sentiment towards the junior gold space? Banyan Gold upsized its non-brokered private placement to 12.2 million Canadian through the issuance of up to 13 million premium flow-through shares priced at 57 cents each and up to 12 million common shares priced at 40 cents. The company said the offering is now fully subscribed. The company intends to use the proceeds for advancing its Ormac property and other Yukon Gold projects in Yukon, Canada. Banyan Gold trades on the TSXV under BYN and on the OTCQB under BYAGF. So there's lots of news out this morning, so we'll have a number of corporate updates scheduled for later today. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, Paul. You too, Trevor. And to everybody out there, you also have a great day. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.